Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. You're the type who loves to bet on sports, or maybe you're only playing for the first time. Either way, you need a website that gives you access to all your favorite sports and makes it simple, which is why I recommend MyBookie. Sign up today at MyBookie.ag slash Bros and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to secure your deposit bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. That is MyBookie.ag slash drinking bros <laughs> all right baby drinking bro sports tailgate legend show it's the show where we tailgate with legends and uh we have a real legend i've said this like a thousand shows that we have a real legend but this show i actually fucking mean we have a real legend guys matthew dodge in the house baby hello <laughs> i'm i'm infamous that's more than famous so. yeah i'm you're famous to me look i i fucking if there's going to be a guy on the show, I want it to be you, right? You know what I mean? Because no matter what happens, it can never be that bad again, right? Right, right. I don't think so. I, I thank you, I think. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. No, it was pretty bad. Was but. it? Do you still get like hate mail? Do people still talk shit or is it pretty much over? No, no. It's pretty, I mean, if they're still talking about it, it's been almost a decade now. But yeah, they got to get over it. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's, it taught me all publicity is good publicity. So. Fuck yeah. Yeah, because I feel like probably nobody would know your name. If you didn't do that, right? Like 10 years after you're out of the league, do you think anybody would still re- like, do you no, think you, no, no, right? I mean, a, a punter that played for a year, like. You're a little too jacked to be a punter, I think. Thank you, man. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like you could have made that tackle. Big arms, big paychecks. <laughs> no, nah, man. Sean Jackson's a slippery guy. Don't, I don't have quite enough melanin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I looked, ran my 40 in forever. So <laughs> no, I ran 140 in college and blew my hamstring out. So. <laughs> So you learned right off the bat there, like this, I'm just going to kick the ball. Yeah. But you yeah. wanted to, you wanted to kick more than you wanted to punt though, right? Yeah. Coming out of high school. Yeah. Um, which is true for a lot of guys. Cause I played soccer mm. and, um, you know, you can take a soccer player and teach them how to kick field goals in, you know, five minutes. Um, but there's a lot, there's way more quality kickers than there are punters. So I went to app state at first and, uh, to, to kick, that's what I was recruited for, but started right away as a punter. So so I, I read a story about you were late to soccer practice. They gave you the boot, and that's how you kind of found kicking in football. Yeah, Is this true? I, yeah. So we had a, um, a coach from England. Mm. Um, how about another shrimp on the bobby, mate? Yeah, he was. That's Australia. Oh. He, he took – well, that was, wasn't that – that was part of England, right? Sure. Um, that's where they sent all the prisoners. I saw the show. But um, <laughs> no, so I was a minute late to um, – like voluntary practice and uh he like wanted to make um an example out of me like dude you're not taking this seriously i'm like dude i'm 14 i just got out of my mom's astro van um and he's like no you need to leave and i'm like well i didn't have a cell phone um and i was like shit i already have my my soccer cleats and they were the varsity kicker was kicking so i walked over and played football so Stars aligned. Thanks a lot, England. <laughs> <laughs> Take another, that. Another poor judgment on their part. So when you, when you, did you know when you first started kicking, when you're 14, were you like, I'm definitely going to fucking do this? No. So growing up, um, I always had like a really strong leg, you know, at every level I could kick, you know, playing soccer, could always kick further than everybody. I always took the goal kicks, penalty kicks. So I always had a really strong leg. And then I kicked a little bit 
you know, like Pop Warner, Pee Wee, middle school. But, um, you know, it's like first day of practice, they line everybody up to see who can kick the furthest. And so I did that, but I, I had no idea. Um, I had my varsity coach, he saw me punt and kick uh, my freshman year and said, dude, you're going to go to college for this. And I started focusing on it a little bit then, but not me. I, we're coming from a really small town like Moorhead City, you know, I could I could kick, but you always think the guys from Charlotte and Raleigh are yeah. like, whenever I get in that competition, they're going to be, you know, they're going to crush me. But yeah, every level I went, you know, even into the pros had one of the stronger legs in the league. So it's, it was kind of, I always say that nobody could teach Shaq how to be seven feet tall. No one could teach me how to have a strong leg. I was kind of born with it. Couldn't teach Shaq how to shoot the free throw either, though. So I think one of the greatest, (laughs) if not the greatest kicker of all time is Adam Vinatieri. Oh, yeah. He played linebacker in high school. Were you just strictly a kicker? Did you fuck around in high school, I was not joking about the unathleticism. (laughs) I know I had a really good vertical jump, but that's good on, like, field goal block team. That's about it. So, no, I played a little bit of quarterback my freshman year. But no, I um like when you went back it. for your like your reunion for like high school and you like saw all the other guys that played high school football that might have been like labeled the jocks. A lot of guys peaked early. Yeah. <laughs> Where you just like look at me now, bitch. Well I made it. Well, I mean, I was I'm not gonna brag, I was pretty popular in high school. <laughs> and um Were you really the kicker? Yeah, you, like the man, kicker's I popular? Had, I got a lot more going for me. Uh, <laughs> oh I got you. So you're not just I the kicker. See these arms. He's right? like, I also did kickoffs. I've also read poetry, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um <laughs> No, so funny story. We had our 10 year reunion and uh, I forgot because I was senior class president. And I didn't <laughs> At your know, high school? You were yeah. senior class high Yeah. Like shit. I was promising peace in the Middle East. Like, did you make posters world. and oh, shit? Yeah. Oh. Did the Lexus had a thing. It was like um, passionate pursuit of perfection. I just had my picture. <laughs> just total joke. And ended up beating this girl, Kate, who uh, I guess wanted it on her resume for college, but... Not anymore, uh, Kate. Sweetie. I was, Sorry, I, was born with this, I was born with this strong leg, so... Um, but yeah, apparently, senior class president's supposed to organize the reunion. Oh, shit. So, dropped the ball on that one, too. So, we just all met at a, at a bar, but... Like yeah. A, like, like, like a real bar or like a Hooters? That's how it should be anyway, though, right? Dude, Hooters has not survived. Do you think it would? We're right next to Cherry Point, and... I think there's like a lot of pregnant women working there. It Dude, just- I mean, I went there for Mother's Day. Um, I took my wife there for Mother's Day because they had a, a good wing special. Dude, you are romantic, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's a wing shortage. Yeah. yeah. Have you well, heard now about there that? Is, there, there really is. There's a, there's, did you hear about that, Matt? There's a I wing did, shortage oh, right I, now? I heard there wasn't there like an, uh, something burned down? Like yeah, a fire in Arizona, yeah. I heard. Yeah. Rest in power with sure. all those chickens out there. <laughs> sure. It's like the coin shortage and the gas shortage and all the other shortages we've been having lately. Man, you Full imagine if they created a job shortage how many people be running out to get a job like they still wouldn't we're all lazy as fuck yeah, that's true so we got to address the elephant in the room we're not going to harp on it the whole show but let's kind of he's, he's, he's right, right there, over there. well he's he won't shut the Come fuck on, up and man. he's got his big floppy ears going on oh, okay <laughs> um, so tom coughlin was your coach at the time when the infamous punt when should have went out of bounds you should punt it to sean jackson now is Tom Coughlin cool? Yeah, man. Is he cool, um, too? He seems like an asshole, though. He seems like a guy I wouldn't want to play he, for. He's from the old school, you yes. know, like military. Um, like we, Belichick. We had Coughlin time, which was... Ten minutes the, the early. Clock, it, was, it was five minutes early. Okay. Um, and if you were a second late to a meeting, he would fine you like 1500 bucks. It was crazy. Um, but I, he was, a, he was, he was uh, always fair to me, but... Um, he, he looked angry a lot. Yeah. Well, he looked red in the face a lot, too. But, I mean, 
as a, a guy who's been around football for a long time, like Coughlin was, yep. he would even know you weren't to blame for that that game. He because would? The, I think so. You guys, what was that? 30, Did you ever talk to him? Thirty-one to ten lead. The team blew. So yeah. it's not down to that punt. It was down to the defense. No, yeah, but you know, hey, it taught me if you're going to screw up, don't be the last person to screw uh, up. Yeah, that's like, true, right. Just pick your timing a little bit better. Um, <laughs> but no, so the infamous punt. I don't know. Do you want to set the stage for what? Sure. So I, I mean, you were there. It. I blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> well, let's, let's bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Some suppressed memories. Right. right. <laughs> um, no, so we were playing the Eagles, and uh, we had played them once before, and they had a guy named Deshaun Jackson who is, like, football coaches are, like, routinely – put in 12, 14 hours a day, you know, their, their buttholes are like this tight, like preparing, you know, just making sure they watch enough film and just, he's a guy that keeps your, your team up at night, especially mm-hmm. your special teams coordinator. So the game plan was don't let him beat us. You know what I mean? Don't kick it to him. I mean, it seems like a pretty reasonable plan. It's, it is. It's, it's kind of like uh, intentionally walking someone, right? Yeah. That's what kicking out of bounds is like. So Anyways, as you, what was the score at halftime? Um, well, I 30, know it was, it was a 31 to 10 yeah. game at one point. Eli threw a couple picks because yeah, that's what Eli does a lot. So first, <laughs> the first half, I mean, we were dominating. Yeah. Like I was doing like crank the soldier boy on the sidelines. Like I was having a great, yes, it's been that long. <laughs> so 2010. <laughs> I think it was old then too, but it's still a classic. Yeah, maybe, maybe 07 when I came out. Um, so... Anyways, we had, like, all the momentum, but they had a guy named Michael Vick mm-hmm. who maybe heard of him, you know, love, big dog advocate. Um, <laughs> Peter loves Mike Vick. But, yeah. And um, I had a buddy who had a pit bull named Vick. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. <laughs> I think he died. The dog. In but a, um, a fighting accident, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were sparring. But, <laughs> so, like... Fast forward the second half, and it was just we couldn't do anything right. They we couldn't stop them, and it all come. We got the ball back. I can't remember what the final like score was, but the game was tied, I believe, at the end of the game. I'm telling you, I haven't thought about it. Um, but anyways, we get the ball back with like a minute left, right? And I'm thinking, sick, like we're gonna drive down, kick a field goal, win. I'm going to party in Manhattan with a bunch of six-foot, like, anorexic models. That just, yeah. I don't think they had their after-nine license. But anyways, no way I'm going to punt. You know, there's, there's no way. Well, lo and behold, it was we had, like, an incomplete and then a run and didn't get it. And it's fourth down with, like, ten seconds left on the clock. I mean, are you at this point watching the game, or are you already fucking getting your mirror out and, like, cutting up your Coke and, like, <laughs> getting ready to rage? Well, so... That's what you do at halftime. Um, and I had enough. But it, it, what are we saying? Um, Wes Welker would have had a lot more. We're talking about uh, after the – okay, no. But, um, but I mean, like, or were you like, were you intently watching the game? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, you were. You were all in it. You yeah. got to be ready. I mean, Dude, yeah, man. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't fucking so sports. No, on, the, on the sidelines, if you ever look at the punters I'd be over there eating kickers, the fucking nachos. I was a rookie, so I had – you have so much energy, so I just literally kick into the net the entire game. Okay. You know, just constantly. You know, stay warm too, right? Stay warm, but you just have so much energy, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like the whole game is like third down. Okay, we don't know if there's going to be a conversion. And, you know, you run to the sideline. Oh, we got the first down. Then you go kind of start it over again. Okay. Um, 
So I was doing that, and then there's like fourth down punt team, and I'm like, oh shit, this this feels uh, this feels important, and it and it was, and everybody on the way to the field said, dude, kick it out of bounds. Like, like you think like, when I watched that, the film, you look like the most nervous punter of all time, and you were doing this with your hands, you were like squeezing well, your it was hands, freezing. Really? Oh, okay. I mean, it was. I wasn't nervous, man. I'm a oh, pro. Okay. I was a pro. <laughs> All right. You're also a rookie, though. I mean, I would have been fucking nervous, especially yeah, Sean Jackson. I'm like that. mature beyond my my years, is what they <laughs> no one said. But no, I was nervous. It's 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 a paralyzing. Sometimes it's. I mean, because on that stage, and especially everything's down on you. You have to perform. You know, kicking is kind of like a skill inside of a sport. You know, right. Um, it's not something like I can work, like try really hard to do better. You know, it actually hurts. It's like playing golf, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was definitely nervous, but, um, you know, people were asked, Matt, did, did they tell you to, did you know you were supposed to kick it out of bounds? Like, like the biggest moron ever. Like, <laughs> no, I thought I was supposed to kick it to like the most electric return man ever, <laughs> but no. And, and like the guy selling hot dogs said, dude, out of bounds, like <laughs> dodge. You have one job. <laughs> so I run out and they, um, so a lot of times if you want to rush the kid, like get, make the punter rush, they'll put eight guys on the line, right? To look like they're trying to come and block it. And you're thinking, oh shit, all right, I need to get this off quick. Did that distract you a little bit? Did you start thinking about that and kind of well, forgot? No, I didn't. I didn't forget. I, I, I knew, like, I'm not like. <laughs> oh, CTE is a real thing, even for punters, right? I had, like a stubbed toe once, man. My CTE is good. Uh, no, I knew. I knew. Um, but, anyways, they snapped it and just caught the ball a little bit inside, which is really easy to do. I mean, it, it's just like if you ever play golf, it's a fraction where if you hit it a little bit wrong on the club face, it's a terrible shot. Same thing with punting. So it wasn't my fault, but, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I kicked it right to him bobbled it. And then it was kind of like a perfect storm, like slow motion guys just getting blown up. And it was me and him, which yeah, it's not always going to no, be he, advantage. He, plenty of moves he knew where then. he was going. And so he did something. I dove and uh, he had the presence of mind to get to the goal line and actually turn parallel to it to like, cause he was looking up at the clock. Yeah. And then stepped in, game was over, and I'm thinking, oh, no. Like, I learned that night. Were you looking for a flag? Like, just like, please, God, be a flag. There had to have been one, man. I was <laughs> like, no, I was just, you're, you're kind of in shock, you know. Um, but I learned that night how big the NFL is, like the reach that it has that night. Because, I mean, I had TMZ was calling my sister. Somehow they got oh, her. shit. I got, they were telling, they put out what car I drove, where I lived. You know, Jesus. it just, it was weird. Like, I had no idea. You know, I played every sport growing up. Football was probably four out of five sports in terms of my favorite. Hmm. It just happened to be the one I, I made it. So it, it taught me how big the NFL was. But also it taught me, like, that you can screw up on a, on a monumental stage. I mean, part of that's probably being survive. in New York, right? Yeah, a lot of it's, a lot of it's in New York. Um, I think there was something like 80,000 people there live. Um millions watching it mm. elsewhere and then the a story came out that I was crying in the locker room oh, which can you confirm or deny that man I it was it was a blur um <laughs> my contact no I wasn't crying it, it was literally <laughs> literally, literally you're in shock dude like yeah you're just like holy uh, fuck. um 
Yeah. You're just like, yeah, that's it. Um, and we have to watch film the next day. So it's just all this stuff is rushing in my head and it already been kind of a tumultuous season for me. Um, you know, if I was playing at a smaller, you know, a smaller place like St. Louis or something like that, you can kind of hide there for Mm -hmm. a couple of years. New York, you can't hide. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it was tough. He scored and they went, it didn't kick us out of the playoffs, but it made it like, you didn't control your own destiny anymore. You know, you had to win out and this team had to lose, that team had to lose, you know, and they ended up going to the playoffs. And I mean, did, would, were the guys talking shit to you on the way in or did they just kind of like, they're kind of understood no, it? Like, yeah, they, it all they happens. It could have been any of us. Yeah, they, they understood it. Were I mean, they like, fuck you, Matt? Yeah, that lot, some, I'm sure they, a couple of them wanted to. Um, like, I like had what my, did Eli say? Did he come up to you at all? Eli oh, and I, man, we're like really good friends. Oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't talk shit about them then. No, I'm kidding. We're I'm not. just a bitter Patriots fan. No, we're so. not. We're not. Yeah, my buddy's like, dude, it's so cool. You get to, you're going to high five Eli when you run on the field. I'm like, dude, I'm running on on fourth down, which means he just got stopped. Yeah, he doesn't want to like high five the punter. <laughs> but now I had one guy um, who's that buddy of mine, but he's like, hey, yo, Dodge, when that happened, man. I was like, fuck. But now <laughs> I'm like, it wasn't your fault. It was a team. That was the only thing anyone said to me. Yeah. So, uh, it's kind of like you wish you had like a Troy Polamalu on the team. Cause I feel like if, if Troy Polamalu would have been on your team, he would have like came up and like hugged you and been like, it's all right, homie. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them were like, cause they knew the shit storm that was coming my way. Okay. Um, Lawrence Tynes, who was a veteran kicker. He like, cause as soon as I sat down, the media just flew <laughs> over to my locker. Yeah. And they're like, dude, can you give him, can you give him two minutes to like, have told him you were gay. What a fucking deflected everything, dude. Well, especially back in 2010, right? Oh, dude, you're a hero. <laughs> well, I'm a punter, so I mean, I think it's kind of assumed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I mean, legs. I mean, it depends. I'm speaking of that. Carl Nassib just came out. He's defensive end and kind of a badass. Dude, I saw that. I'm like, please don't be a punter or a <laughs> Like, we already have to deal with, like, the first female to ever play football. Uh, she's not going to be a DN. No. What's with DNs? Wasn't the other guy from Missouri? Michael D- Sam. Yeah, he never even he really made play, it. Though. He just got drafted. Bro, yeah. Have you watched him run his 40? No, dead giveaway. (laughs) Like, go watch his. It's like watching Boston Joe try to run. I'll outrun you. I don't know if it's that gay, but (laughs) I haven't even seen that. It's Pride Month. It's pretty gay. But he's got the number one selling jersey this week. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, I mean, did you know any? Did you have any teammates that you kind of knew were gay and you know kind of stayed in the closet because times were different? No, no, none at all. None, none of the locker rooms you've been in. None. Okay, figured maybe maybe one. You want to out anyone right now? <laughs> Any former teammates? It's like an episode of The Office. Out by now. Um, I know, right? You might as well. I mean, it shouldn't be that big of a deal because personally, I don't give a fuck if he's gay or not. I mean, do whatever the fuck you want. But That sounds like something a gay guy would say. <laughs> <laughs> not gay, but $20 is $20. Hey, man, times are tough. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't know that. I, I, didn't, I didn't know any. Dude, um, I just like how he says well, like, when he came out, he, he did it fine and everything. Did, whatever, we're all proud of you for coming out, Mr. What's his name? Carl Nassau. Carl. But I like how he was just like, I'm not doing this for cloud or anything like that. Like, bitch, you know what's coming your way. You know that you're going to get a fuck ton of money. At least he donated and, some like, money. And who cares? Yeah, I know, like 100 thousand because you're about to make millions like i mean hey dude fucking play the game i'm I'm all in kind of but also there's um so michael sam was that big any there in the nfl because that's a distraction right Mm -hmm. because that's something now the head coach is going to get asked about all the time now there's going to be like a big or or like the kaepernick thing Mm -hmm. right or tim tebow too the bigger distraction the bigger personality you are 
like unless you're the top of the top, a lot of them they don't they're not going to put up with it. Is that why you think that they got Tebow in like out and Kaepernick out? It's just like hey, you're too you're too distracting and you're not that good to be that distracting. Think of it like uh, it's like the crazy hot scale with a chick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The hotter she is, the more crazy. But at some point, like if you're uh, if you're not attractive, you can't be crazy. Yeah. You get what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, I totally get it. So a lot of it is their ability to perform, but. You know, that out, you would think from the outside looking in, oh, this is gonna be a wonderful like marketing opportunity for him, but probably maybe not for the team. Yeah, right. No, not for the team. And it just becomes a distraction. It gets annoying. Teammates are gonna start resenting him just because it's like you have to answer the same question over and over. So um, I don't know how, I don't, I don't really even watch the NFL now, but do you watch soccer? I'm proud as hell to that guy, huh? Yeah, or do you watch soccer a lot? No. There's going to be people coming out left and right in soccer anyway. Yeah. That's probably nothing new to that. That's all refs. Um, and speaking of, of gay food, um, we've got food here. Speaking of gay, we have food. Um, Put that burrito down your throat. Think I can eat it without taking a bite? Yeah. <laughs> Let it slide uh, we down have some throat. tailgate goodies over oh, here. Nice. This would be a tailgate show without food. Perfect. And uh, if you haven't been over to First Street, it is, uh, it is in downtown Clayton on Main Street. It's kind of got this like upscale frat house thing going on. It's like you want to be involved in sports when you're in this building. Mm-hmm. You want to talk upscale sports. Frats. You want to have a good beer. The girls can have their own little pretty rooms aside. It's just got a really great culture and a really great vibe. Every weekend, the place is packed, uh, and it's just fairly friendly. If you could just hand him that mic for a second, Matt, we're going to ask him what kind of food he's got here. Um, this way? Yeah, I'll come back this way. What do we got Hello, over Dave. here, Dave? What's this up, is the buddy? owner, How you doing? the owner of First Street Tavern. Aren't we all living the dream? <laughs> Dave, I'm sorry that we're having to tailgate inside with all the rain, but yeah, uh, we're sucks. having a great time. That's all right. What kind of food is this? So we got uh, we do flatbreads, burritos, dips over here. Uh, these are two of our most popular ones. We've got the uh, margarita flatbread. Got a different blend of cheeses, marinara base. You got uh, slow roasted tomatoes, fresh basil, balsamic on there. And we got a pepperoni, which everybody loves pepperoni pizza. You can't go wrong. Are these, is this your favorite? Wrong. Is this what you make for tailgating at your own house? Uh, I'd go with the burritos over the flatbreads. Really? Because I make these damn things all the time, so I get tired of seeing them. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So. What's your favorite tailgate food of all time? Oof. I mean, I like ribs. You I, like I ribs? I ribs all the time. Hell yeah. But yeah, these burritos, man, I mean, I just added these on. So you got a uh, black and chicken burrito there. It's black and chicken. You got blue cheese, uh, white queso in there, cilantro, pico. It'll light you up a little bit. Yeah. And no, then, I'm excited uh, to try it. We're going to try it here in just a second. The brisket burrito is, I mean, it's phenomenal. Should I just apologize to your bathrooms now? You should. You should. Because <laughs> really, normally we have our chef from Conspiracy Cuisine After those two burritos, they're going to get abused. <laughs> but I think he would be proud. The presentation is beautiful. Um, I think he'd call these a banger. He, I think he would. I think old Joe, uh, Chef Puhak, would call these a banger. And, uh, you know, Dave, we really appreciate you hosting us here oh, at First absolutely. Street Tavern no, on Main Street. Here. And look, we're sure. going to rage here later this afternoon. We're really excited. Despite the rain, it's not going to slow us down. That's so, right. um, But I appreciate it. We'll get into this food here yeah, shortly. Yeah, I'll get into it. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Um, Matt, I wanted to ask you real quick before we, we dive into this. Have we enough gay questions? <laughs> <laughs> that show got really gay really quick. Um, Dude, there was, I will say there was a rumor when I came back to Moorhead that I was gay. Moorhead really? City is where I'm from. Yeah. Really? There's lots I mean, of rumors about me being gay, too. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm like, what, am I good for real estate prices? Like, what the hell? Is that uh, what you're doing now, real estate? No, but isn't that statistically relevant? Like, Sure. 
I don't know. If, I've, I've read that somewhere, like, house price, prices in a gay neighborhood are higher. Oh, well, I heard gays love to rage, so maybe if you want to have a good party town and live by um, the gays, that's what Ross always says. because you got two working incomes, baby. I am seeing <laughs> zero women in here, so... <laughs> This is a setup from the beginning. <laughs> it's Pride Month, baby. You guessed right. Um, but anyways, what were you saying? No, I was just saying, it was like, I know that you were, you're a punter, but you're going out on the field with a lot of people that are coming after just one guy. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a running back where you got a couple of guys that are coming after you. I mean, you've got an entire team coming just for you. Yeah, they, but the rules are punters and kickers are kind of protected like quarterbacks, you know, because number one, they know we're not. It, we're, we're kicking a ball, right? We're not head hunting. We're not trying to decleat anyone. So, if uh, they're not allowed to hit us now, once they start returning it, it's, it's fair game. But usually they'll hold up because I mean, I'm a I'm pretty good sized dude, and those guys dwarf me. You know, it's it's a different world. Sure. Um, so we're there's kind of a. Uh, unspoken rule, like don't hit the punter. Well, not if you're Sean Taylor. I don't know if you ever saw that play. It was the Pro Bowl a few years back with us. I think. Oh yeah, um, Scott Norwood. He's the guy who missed the field goal. I don't remember his name now. But he punted for the Bills. He ran a fake. Yeah, yeah. And Sean Taylor absolutely lit his ass Bro. up. Have I, you ever ran a fake? Oh yeah, in college, I ran a uh, ran a couple. Um, How'd they go? First downs, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Ran so, further through it. Except one. No, I ran it. Dude. Yeah. Um, so that we really had to catch him off guard. For me to, <laughs> but um, no, I remember preseason we were playing against Baltimore, and uh, preseason's the scariest time because there's a lot of dudes that are just trying to make a roster, so they just want trying to get some film. And dude, I got decleated like 20 yards behind the play. The guy hit me. He picked me up. He's like, "Yo, my bad, man. Just try to make a squad. Try to make a squad." <laughs> Dude, what the where, what sideline is mine? Like, <laughs> put me on the back of my head. So made you feel like a real football player, though, right? Yeah, but those those <laughs> don't hurt that bad when you don't see it coming. It's when like you lock eyes with like a lead blocker that comes and just yeah, it hurts, man. It's like miniature car crashes. <laughs> when you did you ever line up like against Troy Palomalu? Was there anybody that was on the opposing team that was like, "Fuck, dude, I don't want to have to punt against this guy." Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> Thanks so, for bringing that back. Around. Notice how he's he's mentioned Troy Palomalu twice, and he's also referenced well, Tim Tebow because those are the only two NFL players that he knows. That's so true. Troy Palomalu. Also, is there anybody else? Is there anybody else that's like jumping over players to to block um, punts and kicks and shit? I kicked I mean, there's some to, wild uh, dudes out there. I did kick to Hester. Oh, he was like Devin Hester. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, you maybe know another I do. name. Maybe you know I do sports. Name. I mean, he might be the all-time. He's a big. He might be the goat in, in returning. He couldn't oh. do much else except for return. Punts and yeah, kicks. his return game. I think I played him in the preseason. What about um, Dante Hall? Might be a little bit before your time. He was one. He was another guy who was. He played for the Chiefs back in the day. He was another one of those guys. That, I don't know if we played the Chiefs. I don't think so. No. I did get starstruck um, uh, watching you know Aaron Rodgers warm up. I loved watching him warm ups. Watching Mike Vick. You know. <laughs> I bet you do. I saw like the stretching dude. His <laughs> Hamstring mobility, those is quads, man, incredible. What do you think about him being in Hawaii right now, having like a like? You think he's having Aaron fucking Rogers. orgy sex over Aaron there? Aaron Rodgers. Hey. Oh my god. Have you kept Have you kept track of the Aaron Rodgers saga I think right he now? Lost my number, man. He stopped. <laughs> he stopped hitting you up. I've never met Aaron Rodgers, but I can tell you, as a punter, it was not a challenge for me. 
Well, sure, he didn't have to worry about Aaron Rodgers. But you know, I'm saying in the female category, so I can only (laughs) imagine what he's pulling. Well, it was rumored, actually, since we're on the topic and we've been talking about it so much, that it was rumored that in college, Aaron Rodgers had a special special friend and that maybe he was gay. So no he, he tried to, he tried to silence all the haters. And well, have you ever heard that uh, Aaron Rodgers is asexual? Well, I believe that. Like, they've never seen him with a girl or anything? Like, he's never, like... Wasn't he dating that one chick? Didn't she well, he was with a Olivia, Snapchat? Yeah, like, he was with picture? Olivia Munn and um, Danica Patrick. He's with some actress right now. But he just doesn't seem to care about much of anything, really. He's kind of got this sort of dry sense of humor and this yeah. sort of weird sort yeah. of thing about him. Yeah, so, yeah, the media, I don't know, man. Like, if, you're, if you don't play ball or say whatever, they'll... they'll just have, make up he, an He's not going to give them anything to... You know, he's, it's kind of like Belichick just focused on Baltimore or just focused on whoever, you know. Yeah. So, and he's so. Maybe that's what he's singing in Hawaii right now. Maybe that's why he's doing it. He's like, let's give him something to talk Dude. about. Hell yeah. Dude, Aaron Rodgers, I watch him on the uh, Pat McAfee show a lot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he's the real deal. Man. He's my second favorite punter. No, look, I love talking <laughs> sports. I love talking about all these sports things. But what I'm really into sports for is the partying. Yep. The tailgating, all the crazy shenanigans that go on. What are some insights? What do you got? Like, what's a, you know, I mean, obviously you guys, you Giants fans, or you Giants players, rage because what? Fucking one of your dudes shot himself in the leg, raging too hard. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, I know you guys are raging. So, college is much more than pros. Um, okay. Because college, everyone's 18 to 22, you know all going out to get in the pros. You have guys with like four kids and then rookies. I so I guess a lot of the rookies, we, we went out in lower Manhattan a lot, um, which was pretty cool. Uh, a lot, a lot different from Carteret County, North Carolina, but, um, no college was. Well, ECU college. is a party school. I've heard. Oh yeah. It's a real rage. Yeah. Party school. And when I played, we were ranked nationally my junior year, which man, like we beat Virginia tech and Charlotte. They were top 15 in the country. Then we beat West Virginia at home. West Virginia, I think they were top five in the country. Was Chris Johnson on that team? He was on my fresh, my, um, my first year. Okay. But this was the second year. And when we beat West Virginia, rushed the field, then we went out that night. Like the DJ would stop the music and announce the players coming yes. in. They'd, oh, they're like, no, nah, Matt Dodge. And yeah. I guess people like, I guess he plays. We're not real sure who he is. So. I mean, you were like... A- Second team All American though yep. one year, Senior right? So, year. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I was on a slouch. Yeah, that's like the tallest midget in the circus, dude. Like, <laughs> so what? I'll take that. All American <laughs> punter. Like, yeah. No, I, I was actually because I, I was good with the media, and um, you know, a lot of these guys don't want to talk to media. I'm like, dude, like, because I was always thinking, whenever this is done, I want people to know my name or just you know have a good impression of me off the field. And, uh, yeah, I did, I did a lot of, did a lot of media and anytime you're all American or whatever. So do you think that prepared you for when, you know, all of a sudden the media is all at your locker, you know, after the, the, the Deshaun Jackson punt, or yeah. were you like ready for it? I mean, I, you just, it wasn't like it was a surprise. I knew well, sure. it was going to, it was, it was fresh. Um, but you know, I, I would like to say at the time I was thinking, look, all publicity is good publicity, yeah. but you know, I just I just knew like own up to it real quick. I mean, that's kind of how I was raised, and it's just the truth. So I wasn't trying to. Th- I mean, because they would they would bait you like, hey, the snap was a little high, right? That's mm-hmm. probably you know they yeah, wanted try to throw me a teammate to go, under the bus. Wanted me to go on record to do that. Um, and when you look at these the media dude, they're all you can tell they've never played a sport in there. Like you can kind of consider the source. Um, 
But yeah. they're all sports nerds who never made it, basically. They're most like, of them. Most they're of them. sports nerds, but they're just. You have to be critical, especially in New York. I mean, I think that's why Peyton Manning said he he couldn't get into commentating because he didn't want to be critical of other players. You With know, he didn't want a Monday morning quarterback. Like, yeah, I, I just like. I mean, that's so I'm on a new a new podcast called uh, Failure to Stop. Well, I listened to the Cup. first episode. It was Cup episode, awesome. and like Shameless I was so plug. scared because it's like. I don't want a Monday morning quarterback other cops. Like I don't want I don't want to because I know what it's like to be in those situations. Yeah. And I know like all the fast and you know, it, it's like in football, you make one bad read and everything goes to shit. You know, if the ball just barely goes off your laces and swipes left, there could be massive consequences. Right. So you, you kind of have this, I don't know, like almost like a sympathy for and cops. It's, yeah, and, and it's I, a fraternity too. Like yeah. You wouldn't want it turned around. Yeah. Like, you know, that you like, we all know, or like most football players probably know you didn't kick it to Deshaun Jackson on fucking purpose. Right. But everybody that doesn't play football was probably like, this motherfucker did that on he purpose. Had one job. One job. But that you wasn't your thing anyway. Shit, you weren't you know? really a precision punter. You were more of a, like a power punter. You were like, yes. So Ballet, I right? was like John Rocker as a punter. And when I got there, so I was replacing Jeff Fiegels, mm-hmm. if you've heard of that name, mm-hmm. played for like 22 years. And he was like Tom Glavin. If you remember that picture, just like 90 90 miles per hour on the, like just hit your spots. And so I got there first day of practice, I was hitting bombs. I mean, that's all I wanted to do. (laughs) And then it was like, all right, cool. 65 down the middle. We want you to do 40 out of bounds. And I was like, what? (laughs) You know, it was essentially like putting me on a, I don't know, 150 yard par three and handing me a driver. Did they not scout you properly? I'm wondering, man, like. Because you were seventh round, right? Yep. Wasn't, I wasn't Mr. Insignificant, but I was pretty close. What uh, was that like? What was draft day like when you found out you were going to the Giants? Man. Was your parents yeah, there? Did you expect to get drafted? Um, I knew there was a chance, yeah. but also there's not, there's maybe, I think there was three punters drafted that year, which is actually kind of high. Um, but I, there was a couple of teams that I had talked to. Um, so it's kind of like getting recruited out of high school. So you start getting quote unquote recruited. And there's only so many teams, there's 32 punters in the world, right? So there's maybe 10 teams every year that have a need and two of them may use a draft pick or whatever. Um, So I thought I would, or I thought if I was going to, it was going to be either the Patriots, who who they drafted guy in the fifth round, Zoltan Mesco. Oh, Zoltan Mesco. Wow. Played against him in the senior bowl. Yeah, he won a couple Super Bowls with the Pats. He was a lefty, too. Could have been, man. Been. Yeah, we would have been a lot cooler if you played for the punt Pats. Like once, <laughs> you punt like once every two weeks. I know, like, with Brady, right? Holy hell. With Eli, you probably had to punt a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're good. Um, and then, so that, they took him. I'm like, all right, I, I get it, you know. And then sixth round, Tampa Bay was another team I talked to. So I'm like, all right, they got a pick coming up. If if they're going to take a punter or draft, it could happen right here. And they drafted a guy out of Virginia Tech, another guy I played against. So I'm like, well, I guess, you know, it's not meant to be, you know. I, I wasn't, like, crying over it or whatever. You, was all your family there? And Yes, yeah, so we were at my house, and um, – the reality is we didn't have cable. Like my mom hated TV. Yeah, yeah. She would always call it smut TV. Yeah. So my mom called and it smut, And I'm like, smut, mom, smut, we're not smut. watching slut TV. She's like, I said smut. I'm like, so yeah. that, oh, was you our, that was always our joke. Yeah, we're so quick witted, man. <laughs> um, we know it works, man. So 
my dad, this is exactly literally how I was watching who was getting drafted. Okay. He's in front of our computer hitting refresh on Yahoo Sports. <laughs> like you want to talk about the worst, like just taking forever for it to pop up. And my buddy was getting married that same day and, and, uh, Salter Path, North Carolina. I don't know if y'all have ever been there. It's a little small, little beach town. And I'm like, dad, I got to go, man. Like I got to get to the wedding. And he's like, no, son, I think you need to stay. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to sit over your shoulder and watch you hit refresh. <laughs> I mean, like, like whatever fucking pilgrims dude. Like, doing this shit. And, um, so I'm like, no, I got to go. And I, I was a little frustrated. So I, I left, got in my car and I'm going over the bridge to get front to Atlantic beach. And I, my phone goes off and it's a number from New Jersey. And, you know, I didn't know anyone from New Jersey, and I did what any draft hopeful, hopeful should do. I, I just ignored it, Because right? <laughs> there's no team in New Jersey. At least I didn't think. Well, and uh, the call, the call uh, came again. I'm like, shit, dude. Like, I knew a lot of chicks from New Jersey in college. Like, I didn't know who I pissed off. <laughs> and uh, so I picked it up, and they're like, hey, is this Matt Dodge? I'm like, yes, it is. And they said, this is, we'll call her Jane from the Giants. Here's Coach Coughlin. I'm thinking, oh shit, holy shit. Like he went on, he said, Matt Dodge. I'm like, yes, sir. He goes, hey, we're going to go ahead and take you with this next pick. Look forward to seeing you at rookie mini camp. Here, talk to Jane. She'll give you the, and it happened that quickly. Oh, and I just shit. did the most illegal U-turn, came home and, you know, instantly had like, 5,000 Facebook friend request. It was pretty insane. Like, so I got it, you know, we tend to think everyone sees the world, how we see the world. And I'm not one to like follow any of that, but there's a lot of people who do. And, uh, it changed, changed my life immediately. But yeah, that's how I was. I was on, on the bridge going to Atlantic beach when I got that call. Damn. What, what are you doing now? What are you doing these days? Yeah. So I run a financial firm in Moorhead city, which I know, professional athlete telling people how not to run out of money. But, uh, yeah, so I do that work with retirees. And then also I love, uh, creating content. What's the name of the business? Uh, market street wealth management. So it's actually a funny, another funny, uh, a story, uh, or I'm sorry, a business outside of Philly okay. acquired ours. So <laughs> Philly connection. Jeez. Uh, I am a legend in Philly. <laughs> yes. Like, no, I haven't had to pay for a drink ever there. It's like Nick Foles than you. <laughs> Dude. So they, they acquired it. So I, I work there. But um, also, I'm kind of a, a nat, like naturally a creative. So I'm always creating content. Um, I've got a buddy with me here today. We do some stuff on YouTube. And well, speaking of which, man, like, I had an idea. I don't know if you're down with it or not. If you're not, um, don't say it Pant, on the show. Pants it's on to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stand up uh, You ever seen Tosh.0? Tosh, yeah, oh yeah. You ever, you see when he does the redemption videos? <laughs> we were thinking that maybe we could do a Tosh.0 style redemption video. What we have, uh, we have a brewery down the street called Deep River, mm -hmm. and we have gotten an ECU alum. He's the captain of a Division II rugby team. Mm. And uh, he's going to be full kitted up. Wait, we didn't so have any football players. He graduated from ECU? ECU, yeah. Okay. Yep, and now he plays D2 rugby. Um, and, uh, sounds legit. Uh, we couldn't find a football player. Okay. And then what we're going to do though, is <laughs> Sorry, we, I couldn't we, help you out with that either. <laughs> we've got a football field set up. It's not even a real field, uh, but we're going to give you a chance to redeem yourself by punting the ball. All you got to do is punt it out of bounds at a brewery. There'll be a bunch of people watching. No all pressure. you have to do is not punt it to the captain of the Wait, Clayton so to clarify, bootleggers rugby team. Are we trying to kick it out of bounds? Yep. All you got to do is kick it out of bounds. 
And you got to do it 40 yards. 40 yards, out of bounds, no sweat. Just don't kick it to him. Boston Joe and I will take care of the rest. We'll celebrate. It's been 10 years since the fucking thing. This is your time, time to, to rage. <laughs> oh yep, you've had God. 10 years to get rid of this. Get rid of these demons. We'll just do it. It'll be over. We'll all go to the brewery. We'll get fucking tanked. We'll put the we'll put the video up on your social medias, our social medias. Do I have LinkedIn. Do you want to do like, it? We'll bury the hatchet, as they say. Well, LinkedIn, is that is that where you create content? I have never met a single... Oh, dude. Fucking person so, that creates I'm content. So like entrepreneurial. That's <laughs> um, Facebook for grownups, dude. <laughs> so let me get it. So, redeem. Okay. I'm you not think you could nervous. do it? Hands to heart center. Do I think I can do it? Yeah. Dude, 100%, man. Right. Like, this is the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> really? I said, I thought you'd be mad. I thought you'd be like, you fucking assholes. I, I kind of wish you were. I'd love to see you knock them out, but. No, no, man. This, I want to, <laughs> dude. You know when you said you were a punter, you I this, was thinking this, this opportunity. I was thinking like a punter was going to show up, and like who was the punter for the Jaguars way back in the day that was like super small? All of them. Oh, he was a. Tiny Sorry, I don't remember dude. the punter for the Jags, the most irrelevant team ever. That's but, true. But I, you no, remember Troy Gardner, Palomalu, Gardner right? Minshew, right? Yeah, I got another East Carolina guy. <laughs> 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 uh, no, dude, I would but love to, man. I want to show yeah. people I still got it. You still got it. Well, He's, we're gonna we'll give you that opportunity here later. I wanted to ask you though. We talked about you said you were starstruck over like Aaron Rodgers and stuff. Um, I always have this thing where it's like if I played football, I think one of the like one thing that would be scarier than anything is having Ray Lewis when he comes out of the the tunnel. And I know you're a punter. Please tell me he's going to be on the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get yeah, to yeah. redeem he's myself. Gonna, in a white, he'll be in a white suit. <laughs> but there's not, this shit just got real. <laughs> but Boston Joe's going to be blocking him. Okay, so. <laughs> well, we're good. We're good. But I mean, were there any count with that? That like, did, you know, when Ray Lewis came out of the tunnel, or when you know any of those guys? Did those was were you starstruck for that, or was so there a feeling? It's, it's not. Can you feel so, their presence? It's not so much like starstruck. Right, I guess because you, you feel them as your peers too. You look at them like they're your peer. Like, hey, I've got a jersey on too. Yeah, yeah. competing against them too. But, but I mean, like in the intensity, can you feel his intensity? God, when he's yeah, coming dude. All, all, but all of them, literally. So you go to college, it's the best high school players. You go to the pros, it's the best college players. Right. So right. it's like just taking the top right five or one or two percent of each. So. Literally every, I mean, Brandon Jacobs was a running back we had. I would just marvel at how athletic everybody was, how big everybody was. I mean, massive. Um, Victor Cruz was in the locker room. UMass guy. Yeah, man. Did he teach you how to do the salsa dance too? I don't think he knew I existed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, after the, if you remember, he had that preseason game against the Jets where he had three touchdowns. Yeah, and that's where he broke onto the scene. Yeah, he He didn't last long, though. He was doing like interviews in Spanish. I'm like, dude, you speak Spanish? He's like, dude, my last name's Cruz. So, (laughs) but yeah, (laughs) I guess you, 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 you just marvel. I mean, what I, I wish everyone had a chance to go onto the sidelines and just hear how hard these guys hit. Like, like the the sound. I mean, you're like, oh my God, that like, and the lime every single down is just. But the biggest difference between college and the pros must be the speed, though, right? Everything must move ten times faster compared to ECU and then going to the Giants, right? Yeah, I mean it's the best at every position. That's yeah. the best way I can put it. You know, in college, it's just like in high school, right? You look at a high school team, there might be like, hey, there's two guys that might go D one. So like, and they are just above and beyond, better than everybody else. Men amongst boys. Right? And then in college, you'll have. It's kind of the same thing. There's a couple guys Painful. that could go pro. Um, well, in the pros, it's like, I guess you could say there's all pro guys, but they're all amazing. Yeah. Like, they're all ridiculous. I mean, DNs now are running four fives, four fours. Yeah, freaks. At 6'4", 265 pounds. Like, 
and they're gay, so. <laughs> but some but of them. He means to say they're brave. Yeah, <laughs> they're bra- so brave, so brave. Look, I've got a couple of really uh, on-the-spot questions to ask you, but first, we've got some sponsors that pay oh, for yeah. this fucking shit Perfect. wagon to be on the road. Keeps us tailgating. And listen, we uh, the power went out right before the show because we have some very foul weather outside, and we've lost internet, and we haven't been able to get it back. So I'm doing this ad read with uh, I'm just going to do it I'm just doing it ad lib and I'm doing it if I remember it but our first sponsor is Ghostbed from Ghostbed.com Ghostbed has been a loyal sponsor of the Drinking Bros for five years Uh, oil made in the USA USA That's right. Uh, You know, if you buy a ghost bed, uh, you get a 101-day return policy. It's not 99, it's not 102, but you get 101 days to sleep on a ghost bed. If you don't like it, super easy return. Uh, If you use the the promo code DRINKINGBROS, so if you go to ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS, baby, you get, what is it, 40% off uh, for for a bundle with a... uh, with an adjustable base or 30% off uh, for just the bed. I think, is that how it goes? Mm-hmm. I might be a little bit wrong on that. Um, easy enough. financing if you have media. 90% off. 90% yeah. off. Call yeah, now. Yeah, call now. And free pillow. Uh, but, you know, if you, if you, uh, man, shit, I don't know if I remember all this. Well, you like to say that it keeps you cool while staying oh, yeah. hard. Yeah, Ghost Bed keeps you cool while staying hard. It's all made in the USA. Easy returns. You get the forty percent off using the promo. But code you're not going to return it anyway. You're not going to return it, so it doesn't really life. fucking matter. But everybody's got one. I mean, who gives a shit? Ross Patterson, the Godfather himself, is on one. Uh, Hot Bob just got one for his new baby. Uh, man, shit! Everybody we know, we've got one. Even the coach of the Clayton rugby team here, the D two rugby team, he's carrying one. I mean, that's all I need. I don't even need an ad read. Uh, all of our friends use Ghostbed. We use Ghostbed. It's the only bed you should be sleeping on, getting laid on, having a good time on, being gay on. Doesn't matter. Do it on a <laughs> fucking ghost bed uh and then we have kill cliff we sure do do you know who invented kill cliff tansy does joe rogan yep joe rogan no but he has his own drink it was a navy seal who invented kill cliff as we know it was by actually now. deshaun Al jackson Al- that was the internet no sorry. that was yeah i was gonna say and the man bear pig in the woods mm-hmm. <laughs> fill it um fill the cave with some flame and joe ignite and we'll get that man bear pig out of the woods real quick that's a south park reference for all you people out there but as we all know like tansy was saying the sponsors are the reason why we, we do this shit. They're the only reason that we're continuing to be able to do this shit. So we thank them greatly. Flamin' Joe is my favorite. I also like the rest of them. But Flaming Joe, I mean, anything that's associated with Joe Rogan is cool for me. They also have the Mango Tango, the Orange Kush. You familiar with some Orange Kush? You don't have to say it if what? you don't want to. I did in hell. <laughs> no, it's Bill Clinton reference. There you go. <laughs> Strawberry Days. But get the, get the variety pack. Get a little bit of this. Get a little bit of that. But if you use the promo code Drinking Bros right now, you get 30% off all the Kill Cliff apparel, which is some cool, super cool shit, and also the drinks that will keep you going all through the night like we that, were. I saw that skateboard deck that they just came out with. Yeah, I tagged I you I fucking want one. Yeah, I, I want to. I mean, if we win it, if one of us wins it, I'll take the shirt. You can take well, the skateboard. I, already, I, uh, I sent a message to Arcelli. She's the publicist. And I said, look, how do we fucking get a skateboard? How do we get a publicist? This is pretty, that's pretty rad. I know, it's, it sounds kind of like pretentious, right? There are publicists. We ain't shit. My handlers. Yeah, but she's dope as shit. She is. Can you return the Kill Cliff after 101 days? Uh, you, you ain't going to return this shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sugar, 20 calories per can, B vitamins, electrolytes. It's naturally flavored. Maybe you got to drink the one can that we um, actually have left. Yeah, I was going to send him to get there. to get you ready for uh, your big redemption. Oh man! Oh yeah, you should smash that before yeah, the big you should, redemption. You should butt chug it. Oh okay. <laughs> it's an ECU guy. He knows <laughs> what he's doing. Listen, go to killcliff.com. 
Use the promo code Drinking Bros. 30% off. It's a no-brainer. Why wouldn't you? Buy the whole friggin' store. Also, go to thedrinkingbros.com and go to the store there and buy the super cool apparel, too. Gay for straight. Um, all politicians. Oh, that uh, is a great shirt. Gay for straight. They have a shirt. It's gay for George straight. Yeah, gay for straight. A very popular shirt right now on Drinking Bros. Gay for straight. And the defund politician shirt. A uh, A cap. All pol- or APAC. All politicians are cunts. Uh, that's a great <laughs> shirt. It is a great one. But go to killcliff.com. Use promo code Drinking Bros. I mean, we've, we've heard this a million times over. There's no reason why you shouldn't be doing it right now. Pause. Actually, hammer the like button. Yeah, hammer that like button. Give us a fucking then download. pause. Yep. Buy yourself some Flame and Joe, then resume this. And that is K I L L C L I F F dot com. And last but not least, Instill Distilling Company, makers of the finest rums in North America. Uh, Instill Distilling has been with the Tailgate Legends since day uno. Um, I'm very fond of Instill Distilling Co- Company, mainly because I own it. <laughs> um, but if you are a big rum fan and you want to to try some award-winning rum out of North Carolina, we are available in Florida, Orlando, Tampa, St. Pete, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, all over central and northeast uh, Florida and then all over North Carolina. From the ocean to the mountains, you can find us and we're going to send you home with three bottles of Instill as well. Mr. Dodge, uh, so punt that. Can um, our cops allow to drink that? Yeah, anybody no, can drink it. They're just not allowed to. Anybody can uh, drink to it. To open the. the only yeah, that's that, yeah, what it is. The only person <laughs> that can't drink it is a politician. I always say, if, if my son came out and they were like, one of my three sons was like, Dad, I'm gay, I'd be like, whatever. It's cool. I don't give a two shits if you're gay or not. Um, if they were like, Dad, I'm a heroin addict, I'd be like, whatever. Um, not not going to bail you out Talk of jail. About old school parent uh, here, here. Not going to bail you out of jail, not giving you any money either. Um, but if my son came home and was like, Dad, I think I'm going to go to college to be a politician, I would say, change your last name and get the fuck out. Mm. That's where I draw. I mean, I'm tolerant, but I'm not that tolerant. No, we don't like politicians around here. They can all get fucked. They can say poly is many and ticks are blood sucking insects. Uh, oh. Oh, look at that. That's like a new that. one. We might, have to, a yeah, we might have to adopt that. <laughs> we might have to adopt that. <laughs> so they have to get real close to read it. Dude, yeah. Do you <laughs> tailgate? I mean, do you watch football? You said you don't watch very much football. No, man. So my son's about to turn three, so I'm usually hanging out with him. Is um, he kicking yet? Oh, yeah, dude. Is he going to be uh, a kicker? He's got the DOS boot. Oh, dude, are you going to live vicariously through him and just like train him to make that one punt? <laughs> dude, like, he's just punting out of bounds Don't be right that now. dad. I already <laughs> bought him a foam roller for his hamstrings. And, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, going to go to ECU and everything. He's a savant, man. Like, no, it's so funny. He does sidewalk chalk things, and yeah. I always put in, like, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> I take a picture. I'm like, dude, my son is so, like, he knows what's going on. But no, he, he does he does pick stuff up and kick it. And, and so it just came naturally to him. Well, obviously you couldn't tailgate because you were playing in the game, but I'm sure you saw the ECU tailgates. Do they get I wild at ECU? It's when I transferred from App to East Carolina. I had to sit out a year, and yeah, no one does it better. Yeah, wild. Especially when you have a winning team. If, if Shoot, if we just have a 500 team at East Carolina, it's I, I haven't been to any better than, uh, than East Carolina. Baton Rouge was pretty crazy. We played there when I was at App. Um, let me see where else are good. I mean, college tailgating is... yeah. It's, it's was there the any fans um, when you were playing with the the New York? Were there any fans that just like really kind of you were like, man, this dude, fucking they were so guys. respectful. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No, dude, I wore earplugs. They're like Lawrence wow. times. Like after the first, he's like, dude, put these earplugs in because it is constant. There are people that go to the games and they're they are just they'll yell until they like 
until you, until you acknowledge them, and then they'll yell even more. So Philly had some funny fans. I was, I was going to say, who's the worst opposing team? Philly is infamous for having awful Philly, fans. Well, the worst, I mean, your home fans, honestly, you ask any player, they would say, look, we'd rather play on the road because it's just you and your teammates. And when, when the, the, the fans are booing, it means you actually did good. There's, no, true, you don't right? like hearing your home crowd when they're booing because they're booing you, you know? <laughs> Um, not me specifically. Yeah, me a lot. Maybe once. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe that one time. Maybe one time. <laughs> but a lot of like, you're a bum, and um, but no, in Philly, one time. And it's, if Battery's throwing at you, that was West Virginia, man. I thought they did that. We played at West Virginia. Um, they have batteries in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Car batteries, man. It hurt. You got to keep your helmet on. No, but uh, in Philly, um, there's one guy just. Like dodge, dodge, and finally I turned around. And this, I mean, it was stupid, but it made me laugh. But he's like, because I wore a glove on my left hand because it's freezing Jackson. cold. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> you don't like diddling kids, too. I, think I, heard, you, I heard you say that a, a few times. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> Isn't, it, isn't that what Michael Jackson does? That's, yeah. that's what he did. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, he did. Smooth. Cream Macaulay Culkin. Thing. Pretty young thing. Sorry. But, um, and I'm not I guess Nick Carter that. at this point. That is not brave. Um, no, that is not brave. <laughs> so no, I was wearing that and he just he dodged and I was like, what, dude? And he's like, why don't you put a glove on your foot? And he said, and somehow he said it and I turned around and it's like the cast of the Sopranos high-fiving each other. Paulie's like, there. That was actually pretty funny. Like Lawrence Times was like, yeah, dude, that was good. Every once so, in a while, I get a good chuckle out of it. It was so it. stupid, but man, they'll do research on you like, hey, sorry I didn't work out with your ex and like go do her name. I mean, it's pretty wild, man. Well, as a punter, you're kind of like a goalie in like hockey, right? Where you can do research and you're kind of, you can stay behind that person because you're not on the field most of the time. You can kind of find your spot and, oh, and go at you. Yeah. But, you know, you talked about wanting to be a kicker before you were punting. Are you kind of glad that you didn't end up being a kicker? Because that's even more of a mental game. I mean, you probably hear more shit as a kicker than a punter. Um... Yeah, but you're not having to kick it out of bounds. You're just kicking it right down the fucking Yeah, middle. but that's you You probably have more pressure on you, like Blair Walsh yeah. for the Vikings a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, you, you can hit a bad punt and get away with it. Yeah. You know, it lands and rolls like 20 yards, and they, it, was, it was a net 55-yard punt. <laughs> um, but kicking was – was, I love that because I played soccer, right? Mm-hmm. Soccer-style kicking. Um, it was just way more natural. Um, punting is a completely different leg swing from kicking. You remember the sure. old, you remember the old toe ball kickers mm-hmm. back in the day, just straight on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot more what like what punting is like. Yeah. Whereas kicking, I don't know. This is like people are like, huh, that's so interesting, Matt. But um, <laughs> like, let me break it down for you. But yeah, so punting came was not as natural as kicking was, um, but. Hey man, what I, what I realize if you want to play, and this I work with some young kids. I'm like, get good at punting because you go to a camp. There's a hundred kids there, ninety of them are good at field goals. Maybe ten can punt, and five of them are good at punting. So you you can get on the field a lot faster. You ever see Andy Reid as a kid? The pass, punt, and kick competition. No, man. I wish I did. This a this a video. You got to go check it out afterwards. I got a cannon too, man. I can throw <laughs> the ball. Well, apparently he was like six feet tall when everyone else was, you know, when he was like 12 years old and he was a massive child and he was in a, a punt, pass and kick competition. And he looked like, like a 30 year old man competing. So every time, <laughs> every time the Eagles used to play and every time, you know, now the chiefs play and they go back and they show that Andy Reed. Oh, I video. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah you go back I just remember that. Didn't he have his like face shield that was like completely fogged up? Oh this year? yeah. And then he had some, his face mask didn't really sit on his fat face the same way. <laughs> Dude, you're pretty, you're pretty tall. How tall are you? I'm about six feet. Okay. 
He's not athletic either. But if there's women listening, I'm like 6'3". Hey, man, six foot, <laughs> six figures, and six... Tansy, how tall are you? 5'8", baby. I don't believe it. Stretching it, though. Yeah. Man. It's like 5'7". Gravity. Yeah, probably. Gravity's tough, dude. <laughs> um, how, how much did you get? So I always challenge people. How much did you weigh when you were born? Oh, I have no fucking idea. Gonna have to ask my mom on that one. Really? No. So definitely no. couldn't ask his dad because so he doesn't have one. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Hey, man. <laughs> I got two kids. I just don't. I don't know who the mothers are. No, I was eleven pounds eight ounces. Holy oh, shit! Yeah. I know how big my kids were. Did you were. break your mom, Jesus? Dude, that's a that's a ham. Yeah, yeah I was shaped <laughs> like a Pez dispenser, dude. Like my, it was all head. Like I didn't walk till I was like. <laughs> 16 months. They thought I had muscular dystrophy, but it was because my head was so big. Jesus. So I got that going for me. Um, and you seem to be very proud of it. But too. it's funny. So I, I competed against Steve Weatherford in New York. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, he beat me in everything. Like, everything in life. I, I had a goal. I wanted to be on the front of Muscular Development Magazine. Like, just wanted... Uh, he had been on magazines. Um, I drove a Camaro. He drove a Challenger. And I think I read somewhere that... The Camaro was lighter than the Challenger, and it can beat him. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, I got a Challenger. I'm like, oh, it sucks, man. I got a Camaro. And he goes, mine has 900 horsepower. So he beat me there. Took a shower. He beat me there. Um, and uh, I'm like, all right, I got one ace in the hole, which is how much I weighed when I was born. And I'm like, Steve, how much did you weigh? He's like, 11 pounds, 14 ounces, something like that. And I'm like... Well, I started packing my shit then because I knew I was getting cut. And uh, Steve's still a good buddy of mine. Um, I actually got to meet Metallica backstage in San Diego with him. Really? And James Drew, Hadfield? And Drew Brees. That was a surreal moment. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. See, a good guy? He seems like a good guy. Drew, yeah. Drew's cool. And I, I was like, Drew, hey, dude. There's going to be a lot of cameras following me around. Yeah, just yeah, like, just, you'll get used to yeah, it. Yeah, play it off. But now, James, <clears throat> what's the only, Hatfield? Or James Hatfield, yeah. Hatfield, yeah. Love Metallica. He had a funny line, actually. So he said um, they were doing a tour in China, and um, Drew was like, Drew, that's what I call him. Yeah. First name basis. Drew Bees. Was like, oh, do you got a big fan base in China? He goes, no, nah, they're pretty short. And did that. Oh. Like, dude, it was the did best he apologize? Joke. <clears throat> did he no, apologize no. in Chinese? In Chinese, like John Cena did? Did he, uh, did he apologize in Chinese? Dude, you can't cancel Metallica, dude. No, fuck They no. played in front of 17 million people. They played on every million. continent, too. Yeah, man. Including Antarctica. They they were, and just, I don't know, have you, have you ever seen them? I don't know if y'all are Metallica fans. But I saw them live. I was at Gillette Stadium right in the pit. Sounded awesome. Unbelievable. Like, it was. I think Hetfield's voice sounds better live than it does in the studio, actually. Dude. I think he's incredible. I mean, to, to be fair and to be honest, I think if they kept Dave Mustaine, from Megadeth when he originally was with the band instead of Kirk Hammett. Maybe they would have been a better band, but whatever. James Hetfield makes that band. I know Lars gets a lot of shit because of the whole Napster thing, drummer there. Dude, Lars' is hair, man, is struggling. Dude. Yeah, but, I mean, they're still an all-time band. Dude, so you grew up surf culture. Do you like, yeah. grew up punk rock stuff? Yeah, like I was, that? yeah, it was no effects. Oh, no, he was, he was Alanis Morissette. Oh, Pennywise? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, Pennywise, no effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AFI, the old AFI oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, dude, I was listening to AFI yeah. the other day. Um, yeah. Gutter the new Mouth, Propaganda. But yeah, yeah, Gutter Mouth was always fun. Descendants, uh, I listen to a lot of Descendants. Yeah, we, yeah, that was a yeah, big punk rock ska, some ska bands, Voodoo Skulls, Justin Jake. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I grew up. My brother was 
always had punk rock, like Bad Religion. Just yeah, I was listening <clears throat> to that stuff nonstop. So. You know, in our day, it was you know always say it was rage against the machine. Now I feel like today's youth and today's punk rocks are like let's all rage with the machine. That's the thing now with like punk, it's dude. fucking crazy, dude. Like Rise Against should change your name to Rise With. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> like uh, how about all the um, uh, like late night shows coming out with like vaccine songs. Yikes. Yikes. Anything like Yikes. That. Dude, it's so it's crazy. It's, it's like the all the government. Like, <clears throat> oh, J- James Corden is doing it. Uh, yeah. probably could get it now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That pushed me over the edge. It's so crazy, man. It's I don't like people telling me what to do anyway. So. It's a weird time, dude. Yeah, yeah so, so I, we had a punk show at Instill, um, and uh, it was a bunch of younger, like a younger punk scene. And not 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 younger than I'm used to. Like I'm used to the old school punk rock dudes who was like, it didn't matter what the government was saying to do. Like even if it was like legit gonna save your life, you still didn't fucking do it. Right. And like you never said excuse me. You were never polite as a punk rocker. Like you fucking shoulder shrugged anybody. And if anybody wanted to fuck around and find out, you know, you pulled out that roll Mitch of dimes. Yeah. yeah, you mosh. fucking you fucking. Dude, well. I, I moshed to Agent Orange in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Oh, that, was dude, that is sick. And so like these kids were like coming over and they were like, oh excuse me, yes sir, oh oh, and then excuse me and. Me Moving and out of the way. And so I finally got up between one of the shows. I grabbed the mic and I was like, listen, if one of you fucking punk rock kids say yes, ma'am or no, ma'am to me or, or my staff, I will punch you in the fucking teeth. <laughs> your punk rockers fucking act like it Dude, and take seriously. your stupid mass off. You're fucking embarrassing yourselves. Dude, it is. It is. Time's and, there not, and I'm not taking a stab at mask wears. I'm just saying if you are I a am. punk rocker, <laughs> you can't fucking do anything the government tells you to do. You just can't do I it. Haven't it's off brand. You fucking, you take COVID right on the chin. Dude, you're punk wear, as fuck. I didn't wear a mask at all this entire time i didn't either like because i learned i uh, never worn one in flu season like i talked to doctors oh, no, the flu like, went away this year you didn't see like, that it is man it's, it's funny how that works isn't it? but it's, it's like wait a second i put this dirty like made in the usa bandana over my face and i'm i'm protected so sure. I, the, the second i saw it was it had nothing to do with safety everything to do with compliance well, yeah, I mean, you saw the yeah. Fauci emails. Sure, I mean, that's right? pretty much how I felt. I felt that it was a there was a lot of like, compliance, and, and then you know, listen, I'm just a rebel at heart, and I've always been. I've always questioned authority. People are like, well, how do you question authority? And you were a cop. Well, that's what made me a good cop because right. I questioned authority. I didn't write bad search warrants. You know, I always fucking questioned what the narratives were and, and what I was doing. And so, um, I don't know. I just at some point it just clicked in my brain that this was more to do with getting me to obey and be obedient, and that's just not my character. Dude, so I thought I was taking crazy pills last year. Like if you'd have told me if I went in a coma in January and woke up in August and you told me I would have thought there was an alien invasion, like how oh, crazy yeah. things are locked down. Kind of wish there was, honestly. Well, from your show, wasn't yeah, that? I'm into aliens. Did that man. stuff all get released? Um, yeah, but most of it's redacted. Which what is the point of doing it anyway? It's almost just to say we tried. Well, it's distractions. Yeah, but, that's what they do that stuff for. But just I mean, distracting from here. other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah look but over like, here. You know, politics is in sports way too much nowadays. I think we can all agree on that. When you know, not like you were playing way back in the day, but when you were playing. Do you feel like that didn't get talked about at all? Was that a thing in the locker rooms? Yeah, right. Dude, I was 23. Like everyone in that locker, they don't know any, nobody, most people don't give a shit about politics. Like uh, I'm a big Gavin McInnes fan. And he says, there's two groups of people in politics. Those that want to be left alone and those that won't leave you the hell alone. Mm. Vast majority of people just want to be left alone. And it's, it's pretty dumb to take a hard line stance because it's so polarized right now. You know, you're, you're, getting rid of half your fan base, you know, or half of your potential customers. But yeah, they rammed it down the throats and especially in sports, you know, 
supposed to be it's a meritocracy. Like yeah. the, there's a reason 70, 80% of the NFL and the NBA are black because they're more athletic, <laughs> you know, like this, this, yeah, this whole blank slate equalism, we're all the same. And if we left our own devices, it'd be a perfect percentage that doesn't exist anywhere. So yeah, there wasn't meant, there wasn't much at all. Yeah. You know, at that it's time. It's funny how quickly it changed, though. I mean, it wasn't that long ago until all of a sudden it's just in your face. I think ESPN and the media, ESPN, are, they're oh the big God, problem. Dude. They're the ones who want to keep perpetuating it. I'm sure a lot of the players don't want to talk about this mm-hmm. shit, but ESPN well, asked them A lot about of these players, they, don't, they know nothing other than football, yeah. right? Like, with your own career, like, you have to be so, if you want to be successful, you have to hone in on whatever your skill or craft is. Like now, don't have with, time for it. You know what I think killed sports? Social media. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a problem too. And you got a lot of players with like burner accounts. We talked about that the other show. With like Kevin Durant got caught using burner accounts. A burner account. Yeah. So like he had fake accounts that he would use, and if he would find Kevin Durant hate mail like on Twitter, he'd be mm-hmm. like, "No, Kevin Durant's awesome. Why are you saying bad things?" And he accidentally didn't switch his account and got caught. Oh, dude. So like. You know, being a former professional athlete, I'm sure you've seen and met a lot of different dudes from a lot of different backgrounds. Do you think that there was as much insecurity back then as there is now? I feel like a lot of these athletes are so insecure and can't handle it. And you're right. It stems from all the social media shit and the interactions they have with fans. You were talking about, you know, being on the sidelines and hearing shit and maybe even chuckling at some of the jokes. Now it's like these guys are just sitting at home in between games reading all the hate mail on Twitter and they can't get it out of their head. It's all they think about. Yeah, man. So it's, it's kind of chicken or the egg, you know. Did the insecurity come after getting? It, it, yeah. It's it is addicting. I'm, I'm sure you guys doing this show. You like yeah. to see the numbers going up. You would rather it's see, part of the job. You'd rather see likes than dislikes. You know, uh, you want to hear good things about you. And so I don't know if there are any. I think people have been people for a really long time, but social media does. Um, what it's done is it's gotten rid of the gatekeepers. You know, I think back when Jordan and, you know, Lawrence Taylor, you imagine Lawrence Taylor was around with camera phones and Instagram. Mm. Like, he would have been oh, in big dude, trouble, I it, think. It would be crazy. It, it, and that's what's, uh, like, some of the hypocrisy that it comes out of some of these guys' mouths always blows me away because you know in the fucking locker room there's no political correctness there. Like, these guys aren't walking on eggshells there, but then when they come out... God, no, dude. You know, it's like when... I don't know, man. I call it uh, bullying by victimization. And, and well, everyone kind of wants to be a victim it's now. It's, it's like victim you, Olympics, dude. Yeah, they like, glorify you, victim. I'm a person of color. Well, I'm a disabled person of color. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a gay disabled person of color. All right. Yeah. But it's like, it, it's like, I, like flopping in soccer. And like it slows the game down. The fans don't like it. Nobody enjoys it. Flopping in basketball, nobody enjoys it. Nobody likes it. It slows the game down. But it's a way to control the game on right. your own status. So it's like if I can just wait, if the game's not going the way I want it to go, I can wait for somebody to barely touch me and then I can flop. All the attention comes on to me, which is what I want, right? Because I have no self-esteem. That's why LeBron's the king of that. The, it slows the game down. And so they're they're using their victimization as a bullying technique to get their way. Yeah. And I think as a society that we are all trying to do that, we're waiting for somebody to say the wrong thing and then that way we can play this huge flopping crowd and then leave Dude, the context on the table. There's a lot of progressives that are just hall monitors. You know, yeah. they're sitting yeah. there looking to see who's late for class or who yeah, who's them, running in the who hallway, put their mouth on the water. Fa- oh, fucking Johnny, narcs. you know, just <laughs> a bunch. And that's shoot. Look at any mom's com- group on Facebook, any <laughs> communist takeover. No communist uh, dictatorship was able to take over without people ratting on each other. You know, they were mm-hmm. encouraged to do that. And you're starting to see that now. Like, hey, 
tell on your neighbors who aren't wearing their mask or aren't social distancing. You know, it's just, it's a, like, what the hell happened to America, dude? But Slippery slope. College, dude, I almost started a race war. <laughs> you did? That's serious. Yeah, so it was summer camp. And um, <laughs> so summer, there's only so much film you can watch as a punter and a kicker. So do punters, you guys watch punter film? Yeah, dude, it's like oh. exhilarating, man. Um, <laughs> Sounds great. That that would, in New York we watched. We had a really analytical coach, and he would just slow mo me like doing this, like <laughs> a thousand times. Lawrence Times took me aside. He's like, dude, fix that shit because if I have to watch you in slow mo one more time, I'm gonna kill myself. But no. So you have you have like camps, like training camps. You have kind of like a training camp for college. And we have so much downtime, but we have to be at the facility, you know, um, so in the locker room, they had six TVs, you know, kind of so people could watch. Right. Right. So the team is the vast majority are black dudes. Right. Um, it's an athletic sport. So it makes sense, which means BET is on 100 percent of the time, like <laughs> 100 and like whatever. But there's only so many like hip-hop countdowns or whatever like you just eventually <laughs> like anything else so i got the idea of like dude we can program these tvs to, to delete bet you know you can like take out it was in channel 52 <laughs> so I'm like this yeah dude they're like i don't i'm like dude this be a whole everyone's gonna find it funny <laughs> so he deleted bet off of every tv and we put it on cmt and we just <laughs> i just sat back and watched and like all the players came in and were like what the hell? <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's a good one, Dodge and Wilson, my buddy. So they got the remotes and they're like, <laughs> CMT was 54 and they went down to 53 and they went to 51 and they're like, the fuck? <laughs> and they went back to 53 and they went to 51 they're like, man, who messed with the TV? That's racist, man. I was like, Dude, you want to talk about under pressure? You got to like, no, I can program, like, have to program BET. But no, we deleted BET off the TVs. And you would have thought, like, dude, I almost got my ass whooped, dude. They did not find that as funny as I did. So. That's great. So I, that, I find that's it funny. That's what we do. Fuck them. That's what we do. Do you think it's more, uh, do, do uh, rookies in football have as much fun as rookies in baseball? Uh, well, most rookies in baseball are playing for some shitty farm farm team. You I, know, you know, like, I saw the Marlins this week where they sent all their rookies out to go get coffee and donuts in uniform right before the game starts. So they were walking, <laughs> they were walking down like main street, in Miami. Bro. And well, <laughs> so in the league, usually there's a, a night for, <clears throat> you know, your position, you're supposed to take them out. So my roommate, he got, he got stiff for like a $10,000 bill. I mean, they were ordering, oh, shit. he ordered a bottle of Louis. Was it Louis? Louis Trey. Like a really nice that. bottle. Louis Trey, Brandy. <laughs> And uh, it's like I'm four like, grand. I'm like, dude, did you save it? And he's like, shit, man, I left it in the cab. So, oh my but gosh. his mom called him was like, hey, I am taking control of your debit card. Like, what the hell's going on? But um, not nah, rookies. It's it's a smaller class. You know, there's only so many guys, but we get hazed pretty good. Well, I was going to ask about the hazing because you brought up the baseball thing. A uh, rookie hazing thing in baseball they would do is make like 
the bullpen guys wear like girly backpacks and stuff like that. Oh, it's so hardcore. Right, but now, <laughs> but nowadays, you know, with the pussification of America. He's like, I was sucking beer out of a quarterback's themselves. asshole. Yeah, I had to have a man orgy. To, none of them were on the team. I had to butt luge with Eli Manning and Tom Coughlin. But, I mean, how much hazing went on back in the day? I mean, what, what was some of the shit that you had to do? Fucking back glory hole in, in Manhattan. Dude, I'm still young and relevant, man. It's not that back in the day. <laughs> Like, yeah, you're like 31. Kids, if you could see how tight my pants are, you would know. <laughs> um, yeah, so they uh, they would do stuff like they would take your cars, park it on the field. You know, you show up to <laughs> they would do like stuff like that. But they got me pretty good, dude. Um, and uh, so there was a guy, Rich Soybert, who was uh, one of the offensive linemen who. I thought he hate. I think he did hate me, but I like gained his respect. You know, it's military. Yeah, yeah, Same thing. Yeah. Like they're testing you to see if you got thick skin. So, anyways, we were doing training camp, which is at um, a college. I want to say in Albany, maybe. Um, but anyways, so it's like dorms, and I went to sleep and Bad woke idea. up, and this was like right around the time uh, Jeff Fiegel's set were retired right because when i was drafted he was still on the team and i'm thinking what the hell He's, i'm not beating him out he's he like 43 for, years old back then though dude he was up there man yeah. and um so anyways i go to bed wake up the next morning you know you kind of look in the, the mirror and you're like oh what the hell and i look and i'm like what the my skin i was like dyed purple like just like splotches like my skin was stained and i'm thinking what the like something like Googling disease yeah. that turns your, <clears throat> well, come to find out, Rich took, you, have you seen those bags when you steal a thing from the bank and explodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the powder <laughs> from that, sprinkled it in my bed, and whenever, you know, you perspire, so the shit got in my skin, dude. It was there for <laughs> every bit of my clothes was covered in that shit, and like, I mean, it looked like I had some kind of disease, and that was right when Fiegel's announced. So I'm doing press conferences, looking like the biggest retard. <laughs> like, and purple and face. Stuff, you cannot get it off because the more it's like one little dot, the water makes it. So it ruined all my clothes. Oh. But I laughed it off. And you have like to, I right? walked in and they're like, fucking kicker. And I'm just like, dude, that's a good one. I could have shaved my head or something like that. But <laughs> they got that's how they got me, man. And that was a really good one. That was a because I drove a I drove a Chevy Cavalier, dude. Like, what are they gonna do to my car? <laughs> but you that know? was probably helpful helpful for you, oh, I'm yeah. sure, right? I mean oh, that yeah. probably made you I'm part of the team now. Because if, I feel like if they're not fucking with you, then they dude, probably don't yeah, like you. Yeah. Like if I've got dudes like Billy and I, we just riff any of your boys. You riff, that's yeah. how you know they like you. You yeah. know, locker room talk. Yeah, um, as they say, right? But yeah, no, I gained a ton of respect. So if they take that away, right? Because hazing, I mean, it'll never wrong. go away. I, it'll never. They, go I think away. they're probably trying to with the pussification of America. They don't want that shit going on anymore. It's going to take away from. Oh, the dude, I mean, they've gotten it out of the military, which you know, and they're trying to get it out of the police departments too. And if without the hazing, <laughs> dude, you cannot survive in military. No, yeah, you don't or, know who your brothers are. Like you want cops to be hazed as rookies to no end, so that when they get on the street and they really get hazed yeah. by a big giant kicker from <laughs> New York that's drunk as fuck and <laughs> probably had a little bit too much I'm cocaine. A, I'm a punter, okay. A punter, and you can never have too and much. And he's cocaine. like, you know who the fuck I am. <laughs> You know who the fuck I am? You know yeah, like the fuck I used to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you want to know that that rookie was hazed appropriately and he didn't fucking every, shoot up it's the locker one of those, room. Everyone has to go through it. It's like boot camp. You know, everyone you got in to. the military, you got to go through something shitty. It brings you closer. That's what I said. Now like 
don't be, that wasn't cruel. You know what I mean? They no. didn't like, I mean, yeah, everybody can go like, too far. like, you know what I mean? We got to remember to be reasonable with it, but yeah, I mean, there's, you know. there's, there's like with your boys, you're going back and forth, but you can tell when someone's just being a dick. Like yeah. Yeah, nobody right. likes that guy, right. but um, yeah, you can't get rid of I mean, anytime you got dudes together, especially uh, young guys, guys being dudes who are testosterone off the charts in a locker room forced to be around each other for eight hours. It's just like the military. Like it's yeah. shenanigans mm. will happen. Um, and you can't, you'll never be able to get rid of it. They'll just have to be, uh, more creative or, or secretive, I guess. Speaking of shenanigans, we've been referencing Coke quite a lot on this show without outing anyone. It's the gayest cocaine show I've ever done in my life. <laughs> it's the only one. Without, without outing anyone, though. so much for my career. How much drug use did you see in the locker room with guys that you shared a locker room with? Um, dr- like recreational drugs? Steroids, Coke, anything like yeah, performance dude, enhances. Yeah, each other up in the lockers. Yeah, I mean, maybe you didn't. And again, you don't have to out any players in particular, but I'm curious. I mean, did you ever see guys like, oh, shit, he's doing so something there's over a, there. There's a difference in college versus the pros. In college, you get tested once a year, at least when I played, once a year for performance enhancing. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And it was, um, they would test like 10 guys. Um, and then the rest of the year, because that's an expensive test. Um, and then the rest of the year, they're testing you for recreational, mainly marijuana. Yeah. Which yeah. is dumb, by the way. Yeah. Satan's lettuce or whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, and the pros is the opposite. You get tested once for recreational, unless you're on, like, you pop the positive test, and then they test you, like, every second. Lady on Bell. Um, and they do performance enhancing more. So it's, it's difficult to get by with the performance enhancing, but I would, I would guess a lot of guys are on HGH just because mm-hmm. that's a blood test, yeah. right. you know. Um, and I would imagine a lot of guys are on some stuff. You, well, I mean, what, you have to. What do you think Tom Brady's on? How the hell is he still doing it? Ch- children's Geritol. blood. What is it? Geritol. What does Geritol do? I don't know. Bill, I've never even heard of it. Billy, you know this. Geritol? <laughs> Noel, what's Geritol? <laughs> Noel's like, that's the one I didn't fuck with. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a guy, uh, I don't, I'm sure... I mean, so a lot of those guys, they, um, they'll get, you know, you can test to see what, how your body reacts to different foods. If you have food allergies, so a lot of them have chefs. I mean, these guys are making 15, 20 million a year. It's, it makes sense if it's going to cost you a hundred grand a year to hire a chef. That's just, right. So adrenochrome. Of course. So. Baby blood. Baby yeah. blood. Hey, I mean, I don't get it. I mean, Bro, you have Remy on a conspiracy show. Huh? <laughs> I would, um, would love to. Brady, I don't, I'm not sure, but I mean, he's, he's a guy that he knows his limitations. He's not trying to run outside. The, he doesn't For take sure. a lot of, te- a lot of hits, you know, um, so I don't know. So we talked about Eli a little bit earlier. I don't know how close you really were with Eli. I'm a bit of Patriots fan, so I hate Eli without even knowing Eli. Was was he as dumb as he made himself look? Eli? Yeah. Shoot, dude, he's smart as hell. You ever looked at an NFL playbook? Oh, I'm. I mean, I'm half joking. Obviously, he's way more intelligent than my dumbass talking into a microphone. But I mean, I'm sure you've seen the Eli face and all the the oh, memes yeah, and yeah. all the shit he of Eli. Yeah, he. Um, I you know I didn't get he was a, he was uh, definitely mischievous. He loved pulling pranks. But, oh really? Uh, Interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure he got that from Peyton, right? I mean, him and Peyton were always probably doing. Yeah, but he he was super laid back, like super laid back. Mm. And um, I didn't know him. On a, I mean, I'm assuming he's 
extremely intelligent, but yeah, I, I could see that looking at his right. face. It's crazy to think. I mean, you see him like at the at the beach with a shirt off, and you're like, that dude beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice. Yeah, there's some, that there's some guys, man. They have like a truck driver body, dude. And you're like, it's like what? me. What? You know what I mean? Like, like you look at me, you don't think. You look like wow, a this guy. Ball. This guy's <laughs> a real deal. Like say Thor, the, like, this guy's a real. Ice cream. This guy's yeah, a real yeah, podcaster. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I listen to your cop podcast, and I'm like, that guy's been through some shit. No, uh, you're just scratching the surface. Wait, you got to tune in next week for more. Was that big chick that was twerking with the, the poof coming out? Was she wearing a mask or not? No, no, this, they weren't masks back then. They didn't have masks back then. That's home. back when masks didn't work. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, but uh, but anyway, guys, listen, we, I would love, we could talk to you all night. We've got to go do this redemption kick. But before, before we do. Oh, now's the point of the show where we get to the drinking oh, bro of the That's week. Right. I always forget the drinking. He always bro of the forgets, week. but I try not to. So they got to be living. Someone who's living, who's inspired you, who inspired you to become a kicker, who inspired you to play sports inspired at all, me to become a kicker, ins- inspired you to do. No one inspires anyone to do that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so then, who inspired you to do your life after football? Um, let me see. So this is someone kind of like, hey, if you could have dinner with three people. Dinner. No, it's just your drinking bro of the week. Like, who do you want to say is like, this guy's a bad motherfucker. I like him. Or a girl. Drinking Could bro be of the a week. Bro-ette. Shout out. Here's the Instagram <laughs> handle. Drink with a, ch- a chick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. You guys do yours. I'll think of one. No, right. we do. It's the guest. The guest has to do it. When the, no, you're the on the we, spot, man. We put you on the spot. Makes you think. You gotta, it's like, Okay, what kind of alcohol? Is it like someone no, you're you drinking to, No, no, no. It's, like, it's just a drinking bro of the week. You could say like, Noel's my drinking bro of the week because he's always there for me and he always has our shit set up and he's just dope and nobody ever is gives that, him credit. Is that and, how I sound? And he brings Jared all, all the shit. I don't know what impression that is. I'm not really Dude, sure. Dude, I would love to uh, to meet Thomas Soul. I would Who love to meet him. What the fuck is that? that? Oh, my God, dude. Thomas Soul? You never heard of Thomas Soul? No, I don't. Economist. I don't watch uh, a lot of came porn. Up, came up under... Uh, a lot of it. Uh, he probably could. Black dude um, came up under Milton Friedman. A lot of those guys. So Is check out Thomas Soul. No, no, no. He's an economist, free market oh, guy. Okay, so that's your drinking bro of the week, Thomas yes, Soul. Does he, he have he, an Instagram or anything? I bet Dan Holloway knows I think who that is. He's close to ninety now. Oh. He's he wrote a book called um, uh, Let's see. White liberals and black rednecks. It's one of the greatest books ever. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Huh. Right? I would love to meet Thomas Soul. Okay. okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Thomas Soul. Like I would like to drink with Gavin McInnes too. Who's that? Gosh. Dang. Oh my God. Gavin McInnes. Uh, he. I think he founded Vice and then sold it and then. Oh, I got you. Um, Vice changed a little bit. After he's been that. canceled. Really canceled. But yeah, he's awesome. Well, dude, you've been really awesome, and we really appreciate you Thank coming you, down man. here and fucking that. hanging with awesome. us. Look, we want to do a uh, tailgate for an ECU game with you, too. Um, maybe we can line that up. Maybe we get Robert get, Jones uh, to get come Rob down. Jones out dude, there. And I mean, like, really ECU party. legend. Dude, if you guys come to a game, I get all the boys. Halloween at ECU. Is it still the same way as it used to be? I would assume, man. That shit was crazy. It's sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the locals show Talk up. Talk about drugs. I used My to. God. I used to be in Salem, Massachusetts on Halloween. It couldn't be any different. Yeah, no, ECU, no, I'm telling you, ECU. Yeah, yeah, wild. Easy, well, we're gonna we're gonna set a tailgate up this fall, dude, and we're gonna know. go out I'll there. The we're gonna rage. Yeah, we'll do a live show yeah. just like we're doing. We'll have a bunch of dudes on. We'll drink some beers. We'll do all the things that you sports guys do at tailgates. <laughs> Um, we'll talk all we sorts of sports. We'll yeah. talk all sorts. We'll watch you in slow mo a hundred times. But right now, we've got a redemption kick that we got to take care of, guys. Uh, so make sure you tune into social medias for, for all those that. doubters. I'm yeah. about to prove you wrong. He's about yeah. to prove you wrong, baby. Redemption song. I don't know that song. Oh, <laughs> Bob Marley, you motherfucker. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Jesus Christ. You died playing soccer or something? <laughs>